the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hello, 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 hello. This is Steve Fitzhugh sitting in for Pastor Joe, who... Uh, has been kind and gracious to allow me to share with him on occasion here on the show. And uh, he's attending to some affairs and allowed me to sit in with him uh, for him today. And uh, we're excited to be here again. A little bit about myself. Uh, Had a chance to share before. I uh, had the chance to play for one of the greatest football teams in America, the Denver Broncos. And I found out what NFL stands for, not for long. Ironically, though, I get a chance to uh, work with the NFL today with uh, a lot of our retirees and rookies. I am a transition coach for the NFL and uh, a mentor retirees as they enter the real world. Um, We also have a camp, 405-acre camp uh, in south-central Pennsylvania called Covenant Village Retreat. CovenantVillageRetreat.com, and we host, host a variety of uh, events and retreats there, all demographics. But today, on Isaiah 61, I get to uh, talk with you a little about something we all experience, and then I will be introducing a resource to you that I think will be a, a blessing to you. Um, how do we handle those setbacks in our lives? They come in all shapes and forms and different times, and we try to negotiate those instances where things don't work out the way we plan, or if something surprising comes into your world that you have to negotiate, it interrupts the flow of where you're heading and what you like to do and accomplish. Uh, sometimes those things can knock us off our feet, uh, bring us to our knees. Sometimes, uh, our dream will crumble in our hands and slip to the, our fingers to the floor. Sometimes the door is slammed in our face and we have to deal with the humiliation of things not working out the way we had planned. And I'm sure we all can think about those times when we have to take a step back and take a breath and say, uh, where do I go from here? Uh, I've had several of those instances and Uh, I found myself uh, trying to figure out how I take the next step. Most of my uh, work today with retired NFL veterans who all want to play one more down, one more game, one more season, and and, uh, have a chance to be recognized in the Hall of Fame, but that didn't work out like that. 
of the 10,000 college football players today and every year who want to play in the NFL, only 3.3% will ever get a chance to play one down. And of those 3.3% to get the chance to play that one down, 80% of them will only play three to three and a half, maybe four years. And so they get that call. And I remember being in training camp and wondering whether or not you're going to make it through to the next day, the next week, you're going to make the final cut. And the Grim Reaper, when you get that knock on your door and they say, uh, bring your playbook down to see the director, player, personnel, and it's over. And for a lot of uh, our clientele, you know, you live and your whole life as an athlete and you want to do well, you want to excel, you want to make it to the NFL, the best of your field. Your whole identity has been athletics. You may be the biggest kid in junior high and first one picked on the team. You made it to uh, top high school and maybe state champs, and then you finally get recruited by football teams, uh, college teams, and you go to your favorite college team, and you maybe you're a national champion, then you you get that uh, uh, invite to either be drafted or signed as a free agent for a professional football team, and you finally make it to the NFL, and your lifelong dream is a reality, and then you play a healthy career, and when you retire, you're 28, maybe 29 years old. And now you have to do life. Well, that's just one example, but I'm sure you can think of uh, instances where things just didn't work out the way you had planned. Well, recently I've been, uh, had the chance to listen to one of my favorite speakers, Alistair Begg, and hear his description of the life of Joseph and the multitude of setbacks that Joseph had to uh, endure. And he said something that was really apropos, something that really uh, ministered to me, and maybe this will bless you. And as a favorite of his dad, no better place to be for Joseph in the center of his home, even though he had brothers that, that say challenged him, <laughs> Alistair Begg said, you know, it was better in the end for Joseph to be in the center of God's providential care. Be in the center of God's providence as opposed to being in the center of his home. It was better for him to be in that situation rather than be in the center of his home and outside of God's providence and God's will. Romans eight twenty eight: all things will work together. And there are times when I'm I'm trying to figure out how is this going to work out for the good, for the better. But somehow in God's providence, all things will work out for the good. So we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be concerned. We don't have to be uh, out of our wits. And sometimes I tell my athletes who just finished um, in the NFL and they're wondering how do they do life and they have to turn their back on their their athletic identity. I have to remind them, and maybe this is helpful for you, that football was what I did. It was not who I am. Football was my job. It was not my work. 
See, we have to find out what is that thing, what 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 is our passion. That's your work. You know, God works from the end to the beginning. So God, God sees that the problem that needs to be solved, and then He goes back to the beginning and He breathes the breath of life into us, and we are formed and we are designed with the purpose is already in our DNA of who we are to be and what we are to accomplish as we fulfill God's perfect plan for our lives. And then as we go through our lives, if we surrender completely and totally to God, then we can find out what is that passion? What is that thing that we want to do? And so many, as I work with young people around America, they're intimidated. You know, if I really give my all to the Lord, am I going to end up uh, being a missionary in Timbuktu somewhere? You know, the reality is, God knows exactly what we are equipped to do and accomplish. God knows exactly where we are. And he has already provided the resources for us to be resilient, to hang in there even in the face of our setbacks, to hang in there even in the face of our disappointments, to endure the process so we can walk in his promise. We don't have to forfeit our destiny. We don't have to uh, forfeit the passion for what we want to do and accomplish in life just because the rug has been pulled out from under our feet. And I don't blame the devil. (laughs) I don't blame the devil for attacking us and trying to rob us of God's perfect plan and purpose for our lives by slamming the door and, and facing these challenges. There are going to be setbacks. But when you discover that thing that God has called you to do, and you can do it with gusto. There's no greater place to be than right in the center of God's will. And if you follow the vision that God puts in your heart and in your life, provision will hunt you down to make sure that it happens. And so that's how I had to come to a point in my life where I realized that, yeah, football was what I did. It's not who I am, but what is my purpose? What is that thing? And if you don't know what that purpose is, you don't know what that thing is, what your work is, well, what's that thing that makes you upset every time it happens? You know, it might be a clue to what your purpose is. What's that thing that brings tears to your eyes and nobody else is crying about it, but you get emotional about it? That might be a clue to that thing in life, that problem in life you were created to solve. What's the thing that you're always talking about? And when you are are coming to a group and people see you walking up, they know what you're going to be talking about. You're going to be talking about the homeless. You're going to be talking about the young people. You're going to be talking about what else we can do that's different that can make an impact in in the kingdom. Well, that might be a clue to what your, your purpose is. And you don't have to be afraid to follow that passion passionately that purpose in your life because that's exactly where God has created you to be and then you have some experiences you know I've had so many experiences where I look over my shoulder and I said how in the world did that happen you can't draw this up there's no script for it and God in his providence will allow us to experience a wilderness because he knows on the other side of that wilderness will be ready 
to walk in our greatness. We'll have the right frame of reference to experience his blessing. Stories told about a stone cutter who, as he began to cut the stone out of the uh, side of the mountain and then shape it into what it needed to be, fashion it, he had to cut away some big chunks. Someone said, well, what if that stone had nerves? <laughs> Woo! That chipping away, that cutting away, that could be so very painful. But the only way to get that stone to fit in the design that the uh, stone cutter wants it to fit, there are certain chunks that simply have to be cut away. And that's like the wilderness experiences in our lives. Well, God is allowing us to experience setback. God is allowing us to experience pain. God allows us to experience disappointment. Because through that process, God is chipping away at all those things that's, that are preventing us from fitting into the place where he needs us to function. I don't want to be in a place where I brought with me things that are going to prevent me from being successful. I'm, I'm willing to allow God to chip away. And does it hurt? Yes, it hurts. Is it, is it scary sometimes? Yes, it's scary. Because, you know, we can't see all the way down, all the, way down the road. Sometimes that lamp unto our feet will only show us the next couple steps. But if God is God and his word is true, then we can trust what he's chipping away is for our benefit. We're not to waste our wilderness, not to waste those times when we encounter those setbacks, but allow those things to bring us to the point in life where we are now prepared to walk in his designated purposes for our lives. The Bible says it's, it's, it's for our good that we experience this because that's where God wants us to be in the right mindset where he can bless us the way he wants to bless us. I don't want to experience God's blessing if it's going to take me out of his will. I want to experience God's blessing so I can be have the right mindset uh, to have a greater functionality in his purpose for my life. So God wants to bless us and not only bless us, God wants to continue to bless us. And the prerequisite for that is to acknowledge and travel through those wildernesses, those moments in our lives that go across the grain, those moments in our lives that may produce some tears, may produce some scars and some bruises. But when he scooped us out of the earth, formed us, blew his breath into us, he did not walk over to the sink and say, there, my hands are clean. I'm done. I've created man. Good luck. No. I think his hands are still muddy because he is still forming us and fashioning us 
into the person that we have been called to be. Well, I have a resource I want to tell you about that um, you're going to really, really be excited about. And coming up after the break, um, I'll give you some details on how you can acquire that and it can bless your life. This is Steve Fitzhugh, Isaiah 61. Back with you in a moment. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. When it comes to Bible teaching, Les Feldick brings straightforward and powerful truths to light. We have to get people to understand what the Word of God says. And so that's what thrills us when we get all these letters that say, I'm understanding my Bible, I'm enjoying my Bible. Listen to Through the Bible with Les Feldick, weekday mornings at 10 on AM 980, The Mission. This is Steve Fitzhugh coming back with you, sitting in for Pastor Joe Sutton, Spirit of the Lord Church, Isaiah 61, here with you again, talking about resilience, talking about how do we turn our setbacks into comebacks. And um, I remember the day that a big setback for me was (laughs) I had planned to have a healthy career in the NFL and I had a great experience my rookie year with the Denver Broncos. And and unfortunately, um, the learning curve uh, handled well as a free safety. I played my undergraduate years at Miami of Ohio University where I captained the football team and track teams there. But playing the NFL was fabulous. Um, didn't survive the final cut my first year. And then I was signed by the hometown team. Wow. Cleveland Browns. As I like to say, I'm from L.A. That's Lower Akron, Ohio. <laughs> but growing up in Akron, Cleveland Browns was the, they were the uh, the local favorite. And and that day when I expected to have a healthy career with the Cleveland Browns, and I was released because of a let's say a technicality, an old injury that. Uh, was considered a risk. So instead of having a healthy career with the hometown team, I was driving down Interstate 77 South with the Cleveland Browns in my rearview mirror and with watery eyes, I had to decide how would I respond to this setback. I remember pounding my fist on the steering wheel saying, Satan, there's nothing that you could ever do that will ever make me stop loving my God. At that moment, I still had purpose and value. Dr. Ron Fowler, my childhood pastor, had believed in me and instilled a notion in in me that God doesn't make junk. God knows what he's doing. And I was 
the part of the masterpiece that God had created. And then enemies would try to leverage our setbacks to wipe us out. But the reality is, in God's providence, all things will work together for the good. So I promised to talk to you about a little uh, resources going to be available. Um, it's a, my newest book coming out in December, and I collaborated with a number of other authors. And we all pitched uh, the story of our most devastating setback. And the title of the book is Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback, And so we have a number of authors who have spoken about their setbacks. And one gentleman, I'll just give you a brief headline of his life, having been in an accident and paralyzed. And miraculously, he began to get some of his feeling back in his hands and his legs. It was a miracle. And then suddenly, another slip and a fall in recovery and rehabilitation, he broke his neck again and now is a complete paraplegic quadriplegic I'm sorry but that didn't stop him and he wrote his first book using the knuckle of his pinky finger absolutely incredible you'll want to read his story you want to read my story you want to read the stories of some uh, a number of these celebrities and um uh, professionals and everyday people who probably had a setback you can identify with and they discuss how they leverage their setback into a comeback. So giving you a heads up, December fourth, December fourth, twenty eighteen, Amazon.com, you will want to search for resilience turning your setback into a comeback. And the forward is by seven-time Emmy Award winner, Nui Scruggs. Exceptional resource. I'm very excited to make this resource available to listeners and and um, uh, visit Amazon.com and order your copy of Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. A number of us authors are, uh, are, are there. I'd like to... Uh, continue just with a a thought that I think will empower you. As uh, life sends and deals us uh, a a curveball here and there, uh, as we look at the life of Joseph, and one thing that that really, uh, I never really seen the parallels of Jesus's life in the narrative of the Joseph story, But Joseph, as with Jesus, Joseph kept God the center point of his life. No matter what you experience, no matter what you go through, keep God as the center point of your life. And he could have told Pharaoh, yes, I am the dream machine. I can interpret your dream. I can tell you what your dream is all about. But he said, no, Pharaoh, I can't do it, but God can. 
Jesus wouldn't heal. He wouldn't speak. He wouldn't do unless he first said, I've seen my father do it. I've heard my father say it. What's, what's the center point of your life? Is God the center point of your life? Are you following Jesus intimately? Are you paying attention to his leadership? In my life, Jesus is the center point of my life. And my relationship that I've cultivated with him gives me the direction for the decisions that I have to make. And I don't have to be anxious because through his direction, every setback can be turned into a comeback. I hope that's your testimony. I hope that's your testimony that there's nothing that's going to stand in your path today that can deter you from God's plan and purposes for your life. And you look over your shoulder and say, my, look where God has brought me from and what he's brought me through. God bless you. Steve Fitzhugh. Coming to you live. Isaiah 61. Have a good day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.